We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm going to just, everyone listening, I am mad hungover today. I am really doing my best and it's not You're doing a great, great job. Now this is my hair of the dog. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. For whatever reason, it feels like it's been a very long time since we've done an intro, but it's because we didn't record last week. Yeah, so technically it's been two two weeks. weeks. (gasps) It's nice to be back. Yeah, but we took a break from recording because we were ahead of the game with recording. And I needed a mental health moment. It was just really nice, too, to like hang out and not have to record. We had a whole debacle. Debacle? Debacle? Debacle. I'd say debacle. This is the issue with having growing up with a dad with an accent. I'm like always second guessing how I'm saying words. Garage, aluminium. Uh, the first time I heard garage, I was like, oh, it means garage. It blew my mind. I was like, what's a garage? And then they went to the garage and I was like, oh, that's what they meant by garage. Why do we say garage? Yeah, Americans are yeah. only, you know. Anyway, we, um, like that. we had a debacle. With our Thai food, <laughs> the week that we weren't recording, um, it took us like two and a half hours to get our Thai food, and we were convinced that the guy spit in it. And it just—it was very confusing. And he was being a dick about it. Yeah, and he, he was, was like a, a kid too. He was yeah. like one of those. Yeah, like, he was like a teenager, and I yeah. was like, "Listen, man, I don't, I don't really care. Just don't lie to me, and don't spit in my food." Yeah, and then well, and then we also called uh, like actual DoorDash to be like, "Hey." Here's the situation, but you know, I just I I don't want to wait this long for some cold food. Yeah, <laughs> and the and then the guy is like, totally understand. We're gonna reimburse you. <laughs> and, then, and then we were, wor- I was like, shit, this guy's gonna get in trouble because he like went off to the DoorDash guy. Yeah, about how like the restaurant is unreliable and he's gonna decline orders from them. And I was like. I, I straight up asked the DoorDash guy, I was like, who do you think's lying? The <laughs> restaurant or the so guy? so funny. Because I literally don't care, but I just, I was curious. I was, yeah, and now and, this is tea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, now I'm just interested in what you think. And I was like, just just curious. Who do you think's lying? The Dasher or the restaurant? 
And I don't want to screw over either, you know? Liz was being so measured about the whole thing. She's like, I feel so bad. I was yeah, like, fuck it. Like, and these like, are people's livelihoods. Totally. But like, it was obviously the driver's fault. And he was just yeah. obviously like a prick. So <laughs> I was like, no, care. whatever. <laughs> fuck him over. I was like the devil on her shoulder. <laughs> and sometimes you need someone to give you uh, some chutzpah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'm here for it. <laughs> so don't but, fuck with my food. This is the Italian. And then we, then we saved it and gave it to my boyfriend and his roommate. I was like, it's unlikely that he spit in our food. But, you know. Just in case. Because we gave him a hassle. Yeah. (laughs) Just concerned. He was like, that is a risk I'm willing to take. (laughs) He's like, okay. (laughs) I'll eat it. It's the best. He eats things off the ground, so. (laughs) I truly believe, I know so many men that are just like human garbage disposals. They'll just Mm -hmm. like eat whatever you give them. You know, and I'm I'm proud of him. I think that's why he didn't get COVID. (laughs) His immune strong system immune is strong. System. My immune system is strong for kissing a lot of strangers in college. Oh my god, and that's so after real. After college, to be honest. Were you raised? Did you have dogs growing up? No. Apparently, growing I'm up with dogs have, makes your immune system stronger because they bring in so many germs in the oh, house. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So thanks. UK We're a health often. podcast now. Yeah. Welcome to the healthy hour. <laughs> Suck it, Fauci. <laughs> we are the source of truth. <laughs> Although we do still think you should get vaccinated. <laughs> also, we love you, Fauci. Yeah, we love you. So, oh God, so much grandpa hair up my nose. Ugh. I have a f- fun little voice note for you from one of my friends. Oh. Um, and I think it would be fun for us to discuss. I'm gonna just drop it in. Yeah. Because she sent it as like an audio file. Cute. I love that. It's from Anna. <gasps> Anna. And I was like, can I put this? on the podcast okay so quick little voice memo while i'm driving on the way home um just you know i'm thinking and you know how in movies and tv shows people are always having sex under the covers like the guy just rolls over on top of like who the girl and just kind of starts going at it you know kissing passionately but like my thought process is like are there people who religiously have only under the cover sex? Is it like, or like do it frequently? Like, I can't remember the last time I had sex under the covers and I just feel like it'd be so confining and sweaty and just like claustrophobic even. And and you really, it's like only for missionary, right? And I guess you could like go down on somebody. But again, really hot and confining. Could not imagine anything worse. Um, And yeah, so I'm just, that's just something I randomly thought about. Like, are there people who like are only under the cover sex people? That is so fucking funny. I, I, when she sent it to me, I was like, wait a minute. I haven't thought about this. I haven't, I haven't either. But that's such a good question. I mean, it is always under the covers in movies, but I think that's probably for, like, a rating reason. Yeah. But, like, wh- I'm trying to think. I mean, the person that I've been sleeping with. Okay, actually, I, I'm almost exclusively an over-the-covers fucker. Yeah, I'm always, I can't remember the last time I had sex under the covers. And I feel like I would have only done that or started out in that, is if I was really cold. And 
yeah, if I was just like freezing it. That makes sense. Then you, you know, but I, I don't think, it, I think maybe it starts out with like some hand stuff under the covers before it's any, anything else. Because everything after that, then you're all warmed up. I'm just thinking normally when I'm like for the past like year, I've been hooking up with people and it starts on the couch and then it ends up on top of the covers. Do you pull back the covers? No. See, the comedian would, but like. Or is it on top of a made bed? It's on top of a made bed. And I think I, the reason that I'm pausing is because like I'm thinking of why that might be. And maybe they don't want to fuck up their sheets. <laughs> I like, would not want to fuck up my duvet cover. It's harder to wash. The, a duvet? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I would rather fuck up my sheets because you can cover that up. And you could, they're cheaper to replace. That's true. And um, sometimes I like will bleed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a bleeder. And you don't want to, and that's so much easier on sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and the and music man exclusively have sex on his couch and in his kitchen. The first Ooh, time we had sex was sex. on his bed. The first time, but that was and over that was the covers. It? But there's always, he always has a ton of laundry on his bed and he always apologizes for it. I'm like, I think you just don't want to have sex on your bed and that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to. We don't have, there are other places. I would have sex with you anywhere, sir. I don't, it doesn't need to be the bed. It's like the green eggs and ham of sex for you. <laughs> Is him. I will do it here or there. I will do it anywhere. <laughs> Music man, I I am. would do it in a tree. <laughs> I would do it. I don't know. With a B. That's the first thing I could think of that rhymed. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow, this is the Dr. Seuss that Fox News is warning us about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I actually don't know what the controversy was. Tucker Carlson being like <laughs> a podcast called The Holy Hour. <laughs> agenda to and I'd be like um excuse me I'm a leftist not a liberal you'd <laughs> be like um, I'm a socialist with his dumb Tucker Carlson face I think I'll know that we made it when we get Ben Shapiro really angry about something okay getting back to the question <laughs> um I would say I'm almost I'm basically exclusively in over the over the covers yeah unless I'm very cold like you're saying I think the last time I had sex under the covers was camping like, honestly. I literally cannot think of it. I have to go back through my head. This is such a good question. And remember, like, when is the last time I've had sex under the covers? I Like, even when I'm thinking about, like, more recent experiences where it's been really fucking cold, eventually I'll warm up. I'm like, hey, I'm really cold right now. And then, and then you know like snuggle me for a couple minutes until and I then, warm up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we can go do stuff. But <laughs> we can go do stuff. Yeah, we warm each other up. It gets way. warm. It gets warm. It does. And it you're does. Physical. And you get tangled in the sheets too. It's never as smooth as it yeah. seems. Uh, who and who wants to just do missionary? Not me. Like are you is it a secret? That would make sense. That's I think that would be the only That's circumstance hot. I would want to have sex under the covers is if it has to be a, a secret. Is there a word for sex when you're like, when it's when you're trying to be secret about it? Is there like a word? Because I feel like that's a kink. Sex grit. Sex grit. But it feels like a kink. Like I love the idea of ha- love having sex in pe- like it's kind of like having sex in public. 
But not even just that. Like, um, being very, cr- like, with people in the room. What is that? There has to be a word someone, for it. Someone messaged us. It's not, because I said something about voyeurism. Oh, exhibitionism. Yeah, exib- so maybe it, exhibitionism. Maybe. But people, that would be if people were watching. And that would be. It's you- more of the idea of getting caught. Like yeah. Like, potentially you could get caught. We're going to call it sex grip for right now. Yeah. It, that feels good. Secret sex. <laughs> sex grip. <laughs> Um, oh, so I know I've told you about this, but I thought it would be interesting for our listeners. So there was a TikTok I had seen like a long time ago, months ago. Um, and it was like, what is a weird fact, you know, only because of your super specific job and someone do edit it. And she said, your spit can get out your own blood from like clothes and stuff. And I mean, I can't remember what her job was, but um, it's like because it's like the same DNA. Yeah, that's why it can get your own that's blood so out. Fucking fascinating. So I had just bought a brand new pair of jeans from Madewell, and if you guys have bought Madewell jeans, they are not cheap. No. I always buy them on sale, but like even on sale, they're fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. They're the only jeans that make me look like I have a butt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's worth the investment to me. Yes, love that. I think jeans are one of those things that are worth an investment. Oh, for sure. Anyways, it was my first time wearing these jeans, and my period has sucked from Prozac mm. and just been really heavy. And I had blood through my underwear into, like, these brand new fucking light wash jeans. And I was like, no! And I remembered this fact, and I spit on the stain and like rubbed it out with a towel and it came out Mm -hmm. most of it came out what yeah phenomenal yeah that is a that is a fact everybody needs to know honestly truly you tested it and it's true yeah i i didn't put my mouth on this just to be clear i don't want period (laughs) blood in my mouth no i don't have a big problem with it it's just the fact that like it's your period you know i I've been thinking about this a lot. <laughs> Do you want your own period blood in your mouth? Oh, like so bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I have a friend who recently ate a girl out when she was on her period. And my initial reaction was, ugh. And I don't think periods are gross. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't want it in my mouth. Yeah. You I don't want any blood in my mouth. I don't want anyone else's blood in my mouth. No. And like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like period blood is not... I, it's clumpy. It's like clotty. Yeah. That's just, I don't want that. I don't. Uh, it's it's very like viscous and mucusy. Yeah. I know those aren't like fun descriptors. But it's true. And I don't want I it mean, in my mouth. Good for your friend. Yeah. I was, I mean, he was, he, yeah. I think nothing was going to stop him that night. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It wasn't like he was being like sex positive about it. He was just like, I need this vagina in my mouth. Good for him. More power to him, honestly. But Love like. that. I Love that for him. No, like I don't think he could. I don't think you could pay me enough. Like, I, yeah, no. And, and again, like, I don't think periods are gross at all. But no. I, I'm not trying to have it in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, and, I mean, like, but also, you could eat someone out and avoid it. not get any blood on you if they're, mm-hmm. like, using a cup or a tampon. Or... She had a tampon in, but it was still, like, obvious enough. You see, I didn't, I kind of stopped him giving me details because I was like, oh, this is kind of grossing me out right well, now. Well, I have a million and one questions. <laughs> Should call him in. <laughs> hey, tell us about this experience. Hey, I know I didn't yeah. warn you. I know you're at your mom's for Mother's Day right now. Um. Sometimes it's like um, uh, like an award. Like, oh, I got my red wings. 
I told I him that phrase and yeah, he had never wings? heard it. I don't oh. think this is a thing that people know. Red Wings. I think it's annoying when people get mad, like, because, like, our periods are not predictable. Mm-hmm. We can, like, you know, gauge what day they might come or probably come. if, And that's only if they're consistent. Yeah. If it's consistently 28 days or consistently 30 days. Which is very rare. Yeah. Those lucky bitches. But Can't for relate. most of us, you wake up and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> it's the fucking it's a worst. Scene. It, <laughs> no matter, it's just always a surprise. It is. I have a weird thing where I'll have a dream about my period. And then you'll get it. Yeah, the next day. I'll wake up and then I'll like go pee and have my period. It it's that's kind of nuts. It's cool. That is really cool. Yeah. You have like a period intuition. Yeah. Whoa. Being a woman is fucking dope. We our <laughs> you bodies have dreams are about your period. Pretty, our, our yeah, our bodies are pretty amazing. Did you see but that? Also, like, what kind of person has a dream about their period? It's so weird. That, like, that's, what, that's a weird thing to dream about. I, you're a little psychic. <laughs> I honestly think I kind of am a little psychic. Yeah, I mean, you probably are. I think I have some, some, I'm not as psychic as you. I think you have a little bit of witchy in you. Like, I really do. I definitely would embrace that. I remember one time my mom joked about, I like made a joke about being a witch and she was like, do not fuck with that. And I was like, witches are dope. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but I'm not Catholic. You raised me that way. And that's why I'm not Catholic. I was reading a lot about the Salem witch trials recently because um, I was watching. Oh my god, what is that movie? The it's, it has Charlize Theron in it. She's like can't be killed. She like is immortal. Anyway, it was like a Netflix film that was like big for a sec, and they <laughs> were killing witches in it, and they threw her friend that they thought was a witch but just couldn't die. There was like one. She was one of them in this metal casket and dropped it into the ocean, but she couldn't die. So she just spent all of eternity in this box in the, in the ocean. And I was like, is that how they would actually kill witches? So I was learning, I read about the Salem witch trials and the shit that they would do to these people. If you would admit that you were a witch, they would just torture you. And if you would say you weren't, then they would kill you. There was just, you were fucked. If you were accused of it, you were fucked. And in like witches were the baddest bitches too. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were women that like just were like smart. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> um, I recently learned about the term gossip. It originally didn't mean anything negative because women in um, communities knew so much about their communities because they'd share information with each other uh. that it was threatening to men to know things that they didn't know. So they like made gossip like a bad thing. Like, oh, you're just gossiping. And then they made like torture devices where if you moved your tongue, it would like slice your tongue. What the fuck? Uh-huh. This is like medieval shit. So that's so men created the idea that women hate each other and it, gossip is like a negative thing. But, like, process, sharing and processing information, I think, is just, like... Part of being a community. Yeah, it's instinctual. That and would have been... Honestly, un- when I think about it, like, I... The only girls I, like, didn't really like were ones that were, like, 
outwardly rude to me. Same. Same. <laughs> it's like, yeah, now I don't like you. I've also realized as I've gotten older, you know when like you'd be in public and you would see like women t- like obviously talking about you and you would just assume like they're talking shit. As I've gotten older and whenever I'm talking about a woman I see in public, I'm always like, she's so hot or like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love her shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, I think it's, it's not just-, just us that do that. I think a lot of women compliment each other from afar. And but like we're we're socialized to think that everyone's talking shit. I, I don't know what, and I've I've actually never thought that. You've never thought that somebody's talking. I've also got bullied well, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I've never like. I'd like there were definitely like super mean girls. I think at everyone that everyone's yeah. had to deal with that like they just kind of go out of their way to be catty and like mm-hmm. I do remember one time in elementary school I decorated like shirts with like puff paint with one of my friends. <laughs> Cute and um some girl was like making fun of our shirts what the fuck? like at target and i was like mom she said something about my shirt and she's like who cares what she thinks and then and then i never wore it again oh i know i thought it was so cool and um kids are so mean it's when it's, that cheryl crow song came out uh i feel like i can hear the tune in my head but i can't think of what how it actually goes um, I'm gonna soak up the sun. Oh yeah, I had put some of the lyrics on this shirt. Cute. Yeah. <sighs> that she was probably so fucking jealous of your shirt. Yeah, she wasn't she was even being a cute bitch about it. Yeah, fuck you, whoever you are. Random girl in Target who probably had her own shit going on at home. I hope you're doing well now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hope you worked through that trauma. We all had a phase where we were a little mean unnecessarily I never had that phase no that's I wish I did you were bullied and I was probably a bully <laughs> I, I honestly think that that's it gave me so much empathy for people but once I stopped being bullied I don't know it gave me so much empathy I now I have so much that it pains me sometimes <laughs> wow I feel that so hard <laughs> I'm like yeah you just watch one thing and you're like oh my god I uh, my boyfriend sent me this video of like a goose harassing this horse and the horse kicks it and then someone's doing a voiceover where it's like makes it funny. Yeah. But I was like, wait, that goose probably died. Like, <laughs> why did you send this to me? <laughs> me as fuck. That is so... <laughs> it's like, I know you thought that this would be funny and cute, but I'm really sad. I am upset. <laughs> I witnessed a death. I did not volunteer to witness. Oh, I saw that video. Yeah. The goose like kind of like. And it's like, I'm like, that goose is dead. It got just taken out by this horse. It was so sad. That goose is dead. Pour some for the, oh pour God, some out for pour the goose. Pour one out for the goose. Oh my God. Here's to our dead homies. Oh God. I hope, I hope that goose is doing okay. No, it's definitely. <laughs> that goose did not make it. I think you. I don't think the goose belonged to anyone either. Like no one would take the time to like take this goose to a vet, you know. And also, how often does a goose like a veterinarian deal with a goose? I don't know. I don't know how you'd be able to save this goose. Thinking, I think its neck was broken. Oh, poor goose! I I hated that. I just said what happened to it, but I saw a bunny 
after I had gotten hit by a car, and I can't. I fucking can't with that. And after the bunny had gotten hit by a car, yeah, okay. and it was still alive. And I was like, I need to bring. I need to take that. I need to take that bunny to the vet. I have to take that bunny to the vet. And I was thinking about how ridiculous it would be to pull up with this wild rabbit to a vet. <laughs> but I mean, like. They're animals too, and I'm sure that vets are trained in helping all kinds of animals because people have the weirdest goddamn pets. Mm-hmm. But it made me so sad. I like to think he's okay, though. Interesting story. I talked to one of my friends who works at, as a vet tech, and I was like, so have you guys gotten more or less business now that people are home all the time? And she's like, she's like we've gotten so many more, like like triple the amount of uh people visiting the vet wow! because people are around their pets more. Yeah. So they're more like hyper focused on like, Oh, he's limping for some reason. Whereas like maybe they wouldn't have noticed that before if they hadn't been home. I know. Oh, we're so lucky to have pets. Mm-hmm. I saw this TikTok today of this girl whose cat got stung by a bee Aww. and she was freaking the fuck out. And like, it was really funny. She was not having a good time, but it's so funny. She was like, his paw is the size of a light bulb. And she like pans over to the cat and the cat's just like chilling, looking out the window. And she's like sobbing. <laughs> like, that's me. Whenever Ruffin like slips or like falls down like two steps, my whole day is over. What's up, Scream Team? Kristen Marlowe here to tell you about a Chatter Network show called The Silver Screams Podcast. It's a show where my friends, Max, Derek, and I watch scary movies, and then we talk about them. Be sure to stick around for The Kill Count, where we tally up the bodies and break down our favorites, whether it's death by dog attack or getting sucked into the dream realm through your mattress. Don't miss a scary second of it every Friday, wherever you get your podcast fix. Stay spooky, Scream Team. Tell your story about your backpack. So, <laughs> tell your little story. About tell your backpack. little story. Tell your backpack story. <laughs> okay, so I often forget this story, but it is just really bizarre and like a fun story to tell. Um, so when I first moved here, um, I didn't know anyone. I didn't know anyone at my job. And within my first week, like the place that we worked was just like really fun and chill. And we have a lot of amazing like coworkers. They're all my friends. And um, it was a Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. And we would all our whole team worked from home on Friday. So we went out Thursday night and I had my backpack with my laptop in it. And um, everyone's trickling out and leaving. And I was like having a conversation with, um, my coworker's friend. And he was like the last to leave. My coworker was the last to leave. And he is the person who trained me directly. So he was kind of like a big brother. Um, just took me under his wing. Really, really great guy. And, um, he, we met up with some of his friends And then I was talking to, like, a couple of his friends, and then I, like, I was wrapping up a conversation, and then I was going to leave, like, maybe five minutes after our coworker left. And his friends do not work with us, by the way. (laughs) And so um, I get up, and I was like, where's my backpack? Because I had hung it next to the booth we were sitting in. And the area we work in is not, like, the best area. (laughs) Yeah. And, um... I look around, my backpack's not there. We go and talk to the bartender and the back like he's they're like, Yeah, sometimes shit gets stolen from here. And I was like, What the fuck? And then 
I would like be fucking panicking. my keys were in there and there was no way for me to get into my building and I didn't have in my building I also didn't have phone service I only had like my wi-fi connection in my apartment oh my God. and so I was just like at luckily I had my wallet and my phone like the two arguably the two most important things but my phone was starting to die it was like on its <laughs> last few percentages and I my boyfriend at the time still lived in Las Vegas and I called him like crying and I was like my backpack was stolen and he treats me like I'm a stupid child like I gave my backpack away to a stranger what the fuck he was just like he's such an asshole he's really condescending and he's like I can't believe this and I was like my phone's gonna die but can you please help me like call hotels in this area or something and like everywhere was booked up and then like I didn't know anyone at work so I couldn't be like hey my shit got stolen um I don't know what like can I stay with you <laughs> for the night yeah and then our co-worker he was like I feel so bad like I was just drunk playing video games I didn't understand that like Liz didn't have anywhere to stay <laughs> he's like otherwise like she could have just stayed with us like him and his fiance and uh I, and his fiance is like so cool. She's the one um, who does like the astrology and tarot readings, Creative Cusp. One of so one of his friends, the one who was like doing the most to try and help me like find my my shit, and he was like, you know what? Worst case, you can just sleep on my couch. And I was like, and he and he's married, so I was like, so in my head, I'm like, okay, well this person is like, there was another per, there was another guy there who like he didn't have a girlfriend or anything and we lived in the same neighborhood but he gave me major creep vibes yeah, and you have to pay attention I, to that yeah my gut instinct was like absolutely not and um was it one of his friends oh, okay. it's like a friend of a friend got it and I was just like I mm -mm. something isn't does not feel right about this and I just like trusted the other guy more and the fact that he was married I was like okay he has a wife it's so much safer with another woman there that was my immediate thought was yeah. like thinking I defaulted to thinking about my safety and then I was like okay I can sort the other shit out tomorrow and then my like the emergency number for um the locksmith he wasn't answering and I was like great no one is fucking answering <laughs> like there's no way for me to just get inside my apartment and the, yeah, this is like five days into me living in Seattle. That's the fucking worst case scenario yeah. all around. <laughs> so um, we're in the Uber back and I'm like still crying. And I was like, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. I like don't I don't know what to do. I'm I like, yeah, I was just like crying hysterically. And then I was like, wait, is your wife going to be like mad? And then he was like, I'll deal with that later. Great. So he like knew she was going to be upset. And I like get there and I sit on the couch and she, they get into an argument and they're fighting for like hours in the middle of the night. Hours? Mm-hmm. About you being there? Yeah. And they have a spare bedroom and I had to sleep on the couch because she didn't want me in the spare bedroom. And then his argument to her was like, Okay, if I'm cheating on you, do you really think I'd be stupid enough to bring this girl back with me? She got even madder, obviously. <laughs> but that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. And he's, like, a very smart guy. So that was his argument. And then, um, and then, <laughs> so I still slept on the couch. And I was just, like, quietly weeping on their couch. Were they like, having this oh argument in their bedroom? Yes. Okay. And I could hear it. 
And then I was like, God, this sucks. And I did not want to be there. No one wanted me there. I didn't want to be there. It was just all around a bad situation. And then um, I left the second. I don't think I slept at all. Maybe I slept like 30 minutes. And finally, um, the locksmith answered. And I was like, I'm so sorry. My stuff was stolen along with my keys. And I can't get into my apartment. Can you please let me in? And I was like, what's the earliest you can get there? And he's like, I could be there in 30 minutes. I was like, you got it. Uh-huh. I Ubered away as soon yes, as possible. I bet. And then since I had their address, I like track, I had been sharing my location and stuff with other people. And I like um, made sure I got the address when I got there and then I was like I said I felt terrible so I sent so I sent the wife a gift and then she texted me and she was like I'm so sorry for the way I reacted and I was like I totally understand and everyone I've told this story to was like no her reaction is unacceptable that's ridiculous yeah because all circumstances considered like it totally sucks and like if your relationship is that fragile you Don't got some in- stuff to work on. Right. <laughs> um, so I, uh, she was like, I'm so sorry for the way I reacted, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, my thought process was like, if there is another woman in the play- in the home, I will be more safe. I was only thinking about my safety. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry for intruding. And then she didn't reply, which is fine. I didn't expect her to. But, that's but then they, good- she continues to get mad about it. What? Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Like, she told someone else a story and she got re angry. So then our coworker and his fiance are always like, Oh my God. Because if I had, if like my coworker had understood, like I didn't have anywhere to stay that night, like it would have been no problem if I stayed there and I could have stayed in a, a spare bedroom. Just as a woman who has lived a life as somebody who probably has had to look over her shoulder, like women do, mm-hmm. you would think that there would be like, a tiny bit of empathy and to be like this guy is great like he seems really great yeah it's just like this man loves you come on I don't know I really hope he signed a prenup (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's a bad thing to say she sounds like a pill so then like there was another time where like I had I used to show up to my therapy appointments like super hungover (laughs) So there was one day I had gone to therapy. I was like slightly hungover. I didn't have any makeup on. And then our coworker called me and he was like, hey, I'm hanging out at Linda's with a few friends. Like, come meet up with us. And I was like, "Okay, I'll come there after my appointment and um, like drink some Bloody Marys. And so the guy was there, his friend that I had to stay at his house. And um, he had brought his brother, too. And and then I was like, oh, hey, nice to see you, because I generally like try to avoid him because I I don't want to be the reason like the, a couple fights. I don't want the I don't want the smoke. You know, I'm not asking for it. I don't want any of it. <laughs> I just want to live my fucking life. So but I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And then like we all started joking about it and talking about it. And then his brother made a really good point. He was like, OK, well, the opposite of that would be to just leave you in pioneer square by yourself yeah and any woman would be pissed at her husband for leaving a woman alone in the middle of pioneer square of all places and i have nowhere to go i don't know anyone my phone's dying like you want me to wander around pioneer square by myself yeah i don't think so Mm -mm. and that's such a good point yeah and i was like hey wait a minute yeah (laughs) like and the more i thought about it too like the 
the older I get and the more I think about that experience, the more I'm like, I am like on my own side, you know, I'm not like, yeah. oh, I'm just like, um, well, my ex-boyfriend would treat me like I was such a dumbass. Like I did have like I had some bad luck. Like I've just been unlucky in certain circumstances and like I lose stuff. Whatever. Yeah. You know? Right. I mean, you're I'm a human. Yeah. I'm going to make mistakes. Yeah. Oh, but the best part of this fucking backpack story. So I'm finally able to get back into my apartment. It's probably like 6 a.m. And I email my boss what happened. And I was like, my backpack was stolen with my laptop in it. I get a phone call and I ignored it. And then it calls again. And I was like, oh, I wonder who this is. And I answered it. And then they were like, hey, um... My friend accidentally took your backpack last night. Oh she was like super drunk at this bar and she has a backpack that looks like that and like in her drunk brain just thought it was hers. And then um, I was like, oh my God, where can I pick it up? And like, I, th- they were like, we work together. So we're going to be like doing our shift at this restaurant. I think it was like Red Robin or something. <laughs> and I like uh, take an Uber there. I think it was it was in Tequila. <laughs> so I Uber there and I get my stuff and I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. And then um her friend was like super hungover and she was so ashamed and like Aww. came out and she's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, Yeah, I just started this new job. And the girl who called me, she was like, I was like, How are you able to get my information? And she's like, Well, you had like a planner in here and it had like your contact information and like I had my resumes in it um, and like I in the dates it's like moving to Seattle interview at this place interview at this place women should work for the FBI exclusively yeah, and she was like she was like I feel like I know your life story because I knew you just moved here oh, <laughs> oh my god and then she was, it was so sweet and then um, I was like yeah I was really worried because like this is my first time having a work laptop and then her fr- her friend who took my backpack was like Oh my god, there's a laptop in there. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, I want to hang out with I, them. I like gave them a great. hug. It, oh. was so, it was hilarious. Oh, I didn't know that that cuz I knew that you that you found it. I knew that somebody accidentally took it, but I didn't hear that story of you going yeah. and picking it up. I so love that. It was very serendipitous. I got all my shit back. Uh It was really nice to And then and then since the computer I got it replaced with was nicer than my the computer they originally gave me. Um, I got to keep the nicer computer <laughs> and just get back the old one. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> so uh, that's uh my crazy backpack story. Oh God, I just like that that wife. I never want to knock anybody for feeling insecure because we don't know people's pasts. Mm-hmm. And also, there's a point at which you have to recognize that it's good guy behavior having this woman who has nowhere else to go sleep on the couch. Yeah the fuck well and i could like i could have slept in the spare bedroom but his wife was like right explicitly like no <laughs> like i didn't i did nothing wrong I, I did nothing wrong at all you would just hope that another woman would be like you know understanding yeah and mm-hmm. that's that's disappointing and i like when i think about it like if this had happened to like me and my boyfriend let's say we lived together yeah and this was a circumstance he was in like maybe initially I'd be like, okay, wait, what's actually going on? And yeah. then I would scope out the situation. Like this is to say if I was insecure, yeah. like that's how I would probably handle it is right. if, like be like, okay, sure. Yeah. And then talk to her and get a feel for it myself. Yeah. 
instead of like not staying mad about it. Yeah, she could have come out and seen like my makeup had just been running down my face for the last like two hours. But then also to apologize for being that way and then to double down when they're telling oh, when she's yeah. telling the story to someone else. I just hate that shit. Mm-mm. Well, I'm happy that you had him. He sounds like a gem. I've really liked him the couple yeah. of times I've talked to He's him. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your Burt's Bees gift. Oh, that's a nice gift. Yeah, it's a little gift basket. It's a little yeah, a little gift combination. I didn't spend too much money on it. Maybe oh, it was good. like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. She didn't deserve more. But than still, that. I shouldn't have had to send a gift. No, you shouldn't have, and it's good that you did. I wonder if she just Can't like feel. threw it away afterwards. After she decided she was still mad about it. What a fucking pill. I can't deal. Eh, she could just go to therapy. She could just go to fucking therapy. Yeah. So somebody messaged me and asked what the protocol of unmatching someone on a dating app is and when it's okay or when it's like a dick move, etc. And I normally when I get questions like this, I'm like, oh, yeah, da, 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 here's my opinion. I actually don't know. So I wanted to talk about it. Um, I think that you can just do it regardless even if you've been talking for a sec yeah have you met this person no No. but if they've said shit that sucks like you can just unmatch them okay so that's like so if it's like a problematic person yeah totally i completely agree but what if you're just not vibing uh i don't like i don't really think you owe anyone anything Uh, on a dating app no i agree but i'm just trying to think like if i i don't know if i've ever unmatched anyone I've unmatched a couple of people. If there are like big red flags, I feel like it's okay. And when they're being problematic or rude. Yeah, you haven't met this person. Just unmatch them. I really don't know if I've ever unmatched anybody. I mean, there's been times where like someone will ask for a date and then I just am honest and I'm like, not vibing. (laughs) I'm not feeling it. No, thank you. I mean, and you know, worst case, if you agree to a date and then you change your mind, that is okay. But you need to be respectful. And I almost always go on a date. Like, mm-hmm. if I agreed to a date, I'm going to show up. Yeah, totally. Even if I don't want to go. Yes, 100%. I agree. have to have a good reason to not want to go. So I had started, like, talking to, like, my now boyfriend more. And I was like, I don't want to go on any other dates. Mm-hmm. And, um, but in the past, I have had this lie that I've only used maybe once or twice of, um, just making something up and being like, Hey, sorry, I started seeing someone and I didn't really know where it was going. And I don't like, we just talked and agreed that we want this to be more exclusive. That's really- <laughs> and like, I'm so sorry. I just wasn't really confident in, in if they felt the same way. <laughs> and then, um, whoever I say it to is like, thank you for being honest. That's a good, it's a, that's a good way to back out. There was one time where I lied about it, but there was one time it was legit. I do kind of want to talk a little bit about... No, not today. The guy who annoyed... Sink Bay. Mm-hmm. I just... I've been thinking about how he lives in his box truck, which is fine. I admire people who live in buses and trucks and, Hell like, yeah. do them up. That is so fucking cool. Yes. I respect van life. And... It just became apparent he was, like, using me a little bit for... He was like, a moocher. Yeah, he was a mooch. Yeah. He would use my my place to take a shower and eat my food. You knew that and, all along, though. Yeah, and it was annoying. Like, the like first offense is fine, and the rest of it is annoying. Mm-hmm. 
Like after the first time, it's like, okay, you are a mooch. Oh my God. Sorry. They're so fucking cute. They just touch noses. I I remember when he slept until like noon, you were texting me like, and I was like, I'm going to fuck this guy's a fucking mooch. You knew that. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) And that was, I think that was kind of the breaking point for me Mm because up until that point, I was like, he's like cute and smart. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But like a mooch. Mm hmm. And he's also really reactive. Like, when we ended things, he, like, wanted to have a fight with me. And I was just like, I totally understand how you feel. Like, you're valid feeling that way. And he was just mad that I agreed with him because he wanted a fight. And yeah. I didn't want to fight. I Isn't was like, that yeah, so I totally funny? Like, when, like... Like, you- okay, you're looking for a reaction that I'm not going to give you. Right. Get well soon. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fucking... I'm looking up sex facts in case you were curious. Oh, okay. Our sexpert, Amelia Sampson. It's, a, it's from Glamour. Ooh. I don't even know which one to read first. I'll just read them in order because they're all cool. So this is the first one. Okay. The world's largest recorded penis belongs to 41-year-old New Yorker Jonah Falcon, whose appendage measures 9.5 inches flaccid and 13.5 inches erect. Oh, my God. (laughs) This poor man. That's interesting that you bring that's that. Too big. That that's a sex fact because someone wrote into us. Yeah. Um, right now, as we were recording, maybe this is a good time to segue into that. Yeah, we'll just have a mini. Discussion this will be our yeah. So a listener wrote into us like as we were recording, and they asked. Oh, he unsent it. Oh, he unsent it. Well, they probably saw we read it and didn't say anything. <laughs> We're recording. Well, anyways, if you're listening, we saw your message, and they asked, Bless it. how do you tell um, a partner that uh, you have a big PP? Mm-hmm. Like, too big. Yeah. <laughs> like, over nine inches. Um, and I didn't read the whole message. I just read that beginning part, but it was like, because sometimes people... Like aren't prepared or something. What did it? What did it say? I have no fucking idea. Something, something along those lines. But like, I think that's a valid thing to talk about because, like, I don't want to just find that out. But it does remind me of that Broad City episode where like Alana's about to hook up with Blake, Blake Griffith. <laughs> yeah, and then she like she's like bursts into laughter and he's like, oh, um, is something wrong? And she's like, oh my god, no. <laughs> Everything is perfect. And then she's like, I just won't be able to receive you. (laughs) And then she's like, but we could do other stuff. So I think that's like, maybe you could talk about it like right before you're about to hook up because, oh yeah, he said like, uh, it might come off as bragging or like Mm -hmm. inappropriate, but um, I think it's valid to talk about like if things are heating up to be like, hey, just so you know, like... I have a big dick. I have an abnormally large appendage, and it can be painful p- for people. So yeah. if you are not comfortable, I just want you to know, and we don't have to do anything. Yeah, I think even if even if you were okay with it, like the size of my dick. Yeah, it's still okay if we don't do anything because I can't change the size of my dick, and so yeah. it's it, no. I think that that's a really good point because bringing no it up man any can other- change the size of their dick, and I think that's why I also am a 
a small dick advocate. Fuck yeah. yeah it's not the I size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. And it, also, do you have big dick energy? Fuck yeah. It doesn't matter if your dick is big. It matters if your energy radiates big dick energy. Some That's of, what's important. Some of the best sex I've had has been with what you what <sighs> some would consider a smaller end of the spectrum dick. Yeah. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with the size. I'm not a big girl. I right. I'm not I trying to take a 13.5 inch dick. No. This man in New York. Oh man. I can't deal. But no, I agree with you. It's like if if you bring it up before it starts heating up, if a man was like, "Hey, nice to meet you." I this is being dramatic, but like just so you know, dick. my dick is big. Like there it's there's a time and place to bring it up, and that time and place is when you're about to hook up. Yeah. Like Ooh, when you shit. Oh no. Like when you know it's about to happen. Well, um, that's a good good place to end. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Sex fact of the week, Sex folks. fact of the week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, email us holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we want to make um, responding to you guys, asking us questions a more regular thing. <laughs> yes. DMs to Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, anything. Hit us up. We are getting better at responding. Yeah. Yeah. Not great but we're trying we're trying we are trying we are we are putting forward our best effort um thank you for listening we love you we love you goodbye (laughs) (laughs) oh